Ooh, hello, Te. What's up, Jeff? It's been a minute. It's been a long minute. Good freaking minute. I like to apologize for how long it's been. It's been like a week and a half, and that's a long time. Very long time. <laughs> Maybe like two weeks. I'm not, I can't remember. But uh, we've been trying to get together and schedules just haven't lined up. So we're super happy that we're finally able to uh, get some more spooky stories out for you, all you listeners. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we were just going back and forth for forever. So I'm glad we could finally line up. So my wife and I went to the Capitol building. It was our anniversary. So we went and had a date night in Salt Lake and ended up walking around the Capitol building. And then we drove around and didn't even realize that we were right next to the old children's hospital. That is yeah. now the apartment building because it's just right up there. And my wife was like, wait, isn't that the place you guys talked about on your podcast? And I turned around. I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, that's it. See, it comes out of nowhere. And whenever you see it, it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And yeah. it's. Yeah, it's it's hidden. Um, I feel like you can't even get to the main stairs super easy. Like, there's no parking really for it either, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. So, anyways, that was funny that we stumbled upon it. Now that you mention it, we were in Salt Lake for lunch on Saturday. No, sorry, Friday. And we saw it, too. And I was like, what? <laughs> it looks so different now. Yeah. We weren't even trying to find it. Yep. It just happened upon it. Mm -hmm. I have my spooky story today. Do you have some spooky stories for me, the Reddit stories? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I am very anxious to hear them. So whenever you are ready. So for this episode, I wanted to do something a little different. It's kind of Reddit, kind of like my own research slash peer research. Like okay. I asked everyone around me for their input on okay. this. So, I've been noticing this phenomenon a lot lately in my life. I'm not sure if, like, social media has just really hit their target audience, <laughs> but I've just been noticing it a lot. Have you ever heard of Uncanny Valley? Uh, that sounds familiar, but I, I don't know what it is, I guess. That actually fits it perfectly. So, Very Well Mind describes it as... The uncanny valley is a term used to describe the relationship between the human-like appearance of a robotic object and the emotional response it evokes. In this phenomenon, people feel a sense of unease or even revulsion in response to humanoid robots that are highly realistic. Okay. And then it goes on to describe how uncanny valley became a term in and of itself. So the term was first coined and described by the Japanese roboticist Masahiro Mori in an article published in 1970. In his work, Mori noted that people found his robots more appealing if they look more human. While people found his robots more appealing the more human they appeared, this only worked up to a certain point. When robots appear close but not quite human, people tend to feel uncomfortable or even disgusted. Once the uncanny valley has been reached, people start to feel uneasy, disturbed, and afraid. So you've seen those robots where it's like the full metal skeleton and then the face has what looks like human flesh on it and eyes, mouth, nose, all that. But yeah. then it's just like exposed metal skull. I'm thinking of one in particular and I can't remember what it was. I'm sure I could find it, but it's this uh, robot with a female face. But yeah, yeah but her 
That's the exact same one I think I'm thinking okay. of. Yeah. Yeah. Her like facial expressions and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even her eye moves and uh-huh. yeah, all that. So this phenomenon of uncanny valley doesn't just happen for robots. It can be anything that is not human, but is supposed to represent a human. So um, in the early test screenings of Shrek, they had children watch it. And they found that the kids were terrified of Princess Fiona in human form because she looked too human. Oh. So they had to go back and recreate Princess Fiona. Now I want to see what she looked like before. So I looked, and there's only, like, one screen grab because it was from forever ago. Uh She doesn't look that different. It's just that her facial features are a lot more defined and really sharp. You can tell that they softened up the edges, like, quite a bit on her. Yeah, okay. Just to, like, make her look a little bit more cartoony. Yeah. Reddit user u slash max underscore power explains it like this. When we look at cartoons, our brains fill in the blanks when interpreting an image. When we look at a real image, we don't need to fill in the blanks because, well, it's a real image. But when you have a fake image like a cartoon, but it looks a little bit too realistic, your brain no longer fills in the blanks, but it doesn't quite look right either. This is Uncanny Valley. Mm, Okay, yeah. And Toxiclay says, The Uncanny Valley effect arises primarily due to our emotional connection to who or what we're looking at. Our brains do a lot of subconscious work when we look at someone, evaluating dozens of different factors without us consciously being aware of the evaluation. If something looks sufficiently close to human, but just far enough that those subconscious emotional checks fail or start throwing off bad data, the subject looks cold and eerie. So it misses, like, the empathy that makes something human, the warmness behind something that makes it human. It's like it's very robotic. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So here's some other examples. Polar Express characters. Horrifying. Terrifying. Particularly whoever that hobo is on top of the train. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, just any of the kids freaks me out. (laughs) Like the one in the yellow nightgown that doesn't say anything. Yes. Also, like the girl, her eyes are like way too far apart from each other. Yeah. And the kid with the glasses... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, People have a lot of beef with that movie because of Uncanny Valley. Okay. That's fair. Starting to get it. Yep. Um, Another example is Half Human Robots from the movie AI, which, have you seen that? AI. No. I've seen iRobot. Okay. So it's a movie about robots that are designed to look like humans and they integrate them into everyday life and of course things go wrong and then there ends up being this group of people that like hunts them down Mm -hmm. and puts them in these cages for like circus rings uh kind of like the purge does you know where they like hunt down the robot humans yeah it's a really weird unsettling movie sounds like it yeah another one is the original sonic the hedgehog realistic animation (laughs) design oh my gosh the creators were so bullied that they had to go back and redo it (laughs) yeah i love that it's a meme right now have you seen the new chippendale movie on disney plus no oh oh my gosh guys this is hilarious so in this movie in chippendales i think i haven't seen it yet but i see all the memes (laughs) i think they're at some type of convention 
and across from the Chippendale booth is the Ugly Sonic booth, and he makes a cameo in it. No and way. And it's the Ugly Sonic. Oh, my. <laughs> so you, you'll have to look it up, but it's, it's hilarious that they did that. And then I saw, funny enough that it's brought up, earlier today I was scrolling through um, Instagram and I saw this post that said, instead of the Ugly Sonic, they were going to put in Jar Jar Binks. Oh, no. So, <laughs> anyways, that's hilarious. Yeah, you'll have to look it up. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah. All right, so another one is The Rock as the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. Oh, that's horrible. Worst CGI ever. Oh, the worst. Great movie, though. <laughs> My Great personal movie. uncanny valley is Mark Zuckerberg. That man is not human. <laughs> no, he's a reptile. 100%. 100%. Reptile. And then I also said um, dogs who look a little bit too much like their owners because they have human eyes. Mm -hmm. Like the spacing is more human than canine. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I feel like most curly haired dogs are that way. Like Labradoodles Mm -hmm. in particular. Yeah. They're unsettling. Mm -hmm. And I swear everyone here has one. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Like every third or fourth household has a Labradoodle. Really though? Yep. In our neighborhood at least. All right, and then here are what my coworkers, my friends, just like people around me said, makes them feel uncanny valley. And I think you're going to like some of the responses. Okay, so someone said certain real housewives. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah. Princess Leia from Rogue One because her face was CGI'd. Have you ever heard of Ollie London? No, I have not. So he's this British guy, white guy who has had many, many, many plastic surgeries to transform his face into looking like the Korean pop star Jimin from BTS. Another person said health class babies, like the ones that cry and poop and pee and require attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The prop faces in the first Indiana Jones for when their skin and flesh melts off when they open up the arc. Oh, yeah. Um, anyone with too much plastic surgery. That was a very common one. Mm, people sure. saying, if you have too much plastic surgery, you just don't look quite right. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then someone else said, the headshots that are taken on TLC's toddlers and tiaras, because they airbrush like the three-year-old skin so much that they don't even look real or human. Yeah, that's that's very true. And then one last one was... Creepy dentist prop teeth or the dentists that wear those creepy smiling face masks when they're like uh-huh. leaning over you and there's like this big cartoony smile yeah. with human eyes. But yeah. So everyone, that's Uncanny Valley. It's extremely strange. And I think the more you go down that rabbit hole of what it is and finding examples, you're just going to get lost and then you won't stop noticing it in real life. It's very creepy. And it's interesting because no one can quite explain why our brains know what's human and what's not. Mm-hmm. But we're experts at figuring it out. You know, you show us something fake that looks very real. We can still know that it's not real. Yeah. Well, spooky, scary, something something weird that I'm going to yeah think about now f- from now on. Just like just casually just be watching something or something like that and then about uncanny valley oh yeah you like once you know about it you won't stop noticing it yeah 
Like um, somebody else mentioned that AI really freaks them out in that way. Mm-hmm. Like virtual assistants such as Siri or Alexa. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're faceless, but they speak to you like a person, but not quite like a person. So they, they just feel really uneasy. Especially since they listen to everything you say. Speaking of that, so my fiance's mom is studying to go to nursing school. And the other day she was in her office studying and she screamed. She's like, guys, come here, come check this out. We run in and she said something had gone wrong with her homework on her laptop. And she was just like, Ugh, are you serious? And then she turned around and right then she heard, I'm always serious, Tenna. What the heck? And she looked at her <laughs> laptop, and there was a note that popped up from her Siri, mm-hmm. and it was listening to her, but she didn't even say Siri. It responded to her. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. Like, we have an Apple TV in our basement, and when we'll, be, we'll just be watching a movie, and I think it hears something from, like, the, the TV speakers that say it's something similar to, hey, uh, mm-hmm. hey, Siri, or something like that. And then it will say, I don't know how to help you with that. But it's just so random because we don't expect it. And then, or she'll say, yeah, I can look that up for you or something like that. It's just creepy. I don't like it. Yeah. But sometimes it's nice because there's times where I'm like, okay, I have to remember to get this certain gift for my wife's birthday. And then it'll like, my phone will hear me say that. And then around that time of my wife's birthday, I'll get Facebook ads for that gift. Or item or whatever. So it like remembers it. (laughs) That's so scary though. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. We'll have to test that out. What's something that we should tell our phones to find us a discount for? (laughs) Well, there's all these TikToks of, or memes or whatever, of like, uh, for example, this, the girlfriend, you know, her boyfriend walks out of the room, leaves his phone. She grabs the phone and she goes, she picks it up to her mouth and says, engagement rings, wedding engagement <laughs> rings size five <laughs> you know whatever uh-huh. and then haha hilarious i don't think they're that funny but they're listening these ai's man creepy yep all right and then i actually have a story from a listener oh you do i do heck yes yeah. guys this is our first one i know i saved awesome. it for my second story because i was so excited yeah okay <laughs> thank you listener i'm so appreciative of you i really am so grateful that you messaged us i'm gonna read it as they sent it mm-hmm. this story happened back in 2020 and our listener says my family wanted to come stay with me but i have a small apartment in the city so we rented an old airbnb home in the historic countryside it was a nice home lovely but it had a downstairs cellar or basement area that was really spooky. Like I got such a weird feeling down there, the vibe was just off. I remember that the basement was really cold and it was lined with a bunch of original brick. There was an old wardrobe in the corner. Laundry was down there as well. It was just an overall really odd layout and unsettling feeling being down there, which is why I was grateful to be sleeping upstairs. That night we decided to play some video games, classics like Call of Duty, and to share a couple beers. Nothing too fancy or expensive, but it was great to see my family again. It had been quite a while. I had a few beers that night and started to feel a little drunk, but not drunk enough to black out. Just drunk enough to loosen up and stay happy during our reunion. Eventually, the night grew quiet, and everyone was tired from traveling, so we went to our separate rooms to get some sleep. 
I woke up in the middle of the night needing to pee, so I walked out of my room, past the kitchen, and into the bathroom. After I finished my business, I have no idea what happened to me. Now, let me preface this by saying I've been drinking for years, and I know the difference between being buzzed and a little drunk or completely blackout drunk, and I know I wasn't blackout drunk. I didn't drink enough to even get close to that level for me. After peeing and leaving the bathroom to go back to bed, something happened to me. I completely blacked out, and I don't remember anything during this time. All I remember was waking up in shock, like in a total panic, and I was standing on the edge of the dark staircase looking into the basement. I was immediately frightened because I didn't know the layout of the house that well, and it was shocking to wake up teetering on the edge of that creepy staircase, seemingly staring into the void. I was freezing cold when I woke up in the shock, like shivering. My heart was pounding so fast, and I had no idea what happened, because it felt like I was sleeping again, but here I was, able to sleepwalk into the strange basement, something I've never done before, in a house I've never stayed in before. After coming to and snapping out of whatever it was, I quickly went back to my bedroom and slept for the rest of the night, not drinking so much the next day. (laughs) I've tried to find answers for what happened, and as unlikely as it might sound, I've read that some spirits who were addicted to substances while alive crave their addiction still after death. So who knows? Maybe there was an alcoholic in that house from 100 years ago who just needed a little buzz again. Happy to help you out, bud. Maybe I gave you that one last hit before you crossed over. Gosh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just kind of going off that, I 100% believe that. I think uh, there, there are spirits, like when you pass on to the next life, those addictions you had or whatever I think they go with you uh, th- that's my personal opinion but uh, yeah that's crazy yeah honestly if there is a next life if there's a Valhalla a heaven or a void I imagine that an addiction you died with doesn't just go away but who knows so thank you listener for sending that in that was yeah. like so fun to read and gather all the details from you that's awesome yeah, yeah. thank you so much okay Anything else? That's it. I'm ready for your story. (laughs) This is weird. Like, this is just so weird. Okay. I'm curious. So the title for this is Ever Dream This Man? Okay. So I'm going to simply just read straight from the website because that is the most clear way that it can be told. Every night throughout the world, hundreds of people dream this person's face. I don't like this already. So here's the history of it. Okay. In January of 2006, in New York, the patient of a well-known psychiatrist draws the face of a man that has been repeatedly appearing in her dreams. On more than one occasion, that man has given her advice on her private life. The woman swears she has never met the man in her entire life. So... Mr. Dream Traveler. (laughs) Something like that. Here is a picture of the man. All right. Yeah, no, I don't like him. That's very scary. (laughs) It is, but at the same time, it's not. He looks like it's, he's like childish. He's got the face of a, like, is he four or is he 40? Yeah, he kind of looks like if a bullfrog turned into a little boy that aged (laughs) too fast. Yeah, with uni. (laughs) A little uni bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's rocking those bushels. Uh, Continuing on to the story, the portrait 
lies forgotten on the psychiatrist's desk for a few days until one day, another patient recognizes that face and says that the man has often visited him in his dreams. He also claims that he has never seen that man in his waking life. What? The psychiatrist decides to send the portrait to some of his colleagues that have patients with recurrent dreams. Within a few months, four patients recognize the man as a frequent presence in their own dreams. All the patients referred to him as this man. This man. From January 2006 until today, at least 2,000 people have claimed they have seen this man in their dreams. In many cities all over the world, Los Angeles, Berlin, Sao Paulo, Tehran, Beijing, Rome, Barcelona, Stockholm, Paris, New Delhi, Moscow, etc. So, the entire world. Wow. At the moment, there is no ascertained relation or common trait among the people that have dreamed of seeing this man. Moreover, no living man has ever been recognized as resembling the man of the portrait by the people who have seen this man in their dreams. Uh, before I continue, the website is called thisman.org. So you can he go, has a website? No, that's what this is. So this is about the website. Oh. And so, uh, so the aim of this website is to help those who have seen this man in their dreams and to foster communication among them to understand who this man is and why he appears in an apparently patternless array of situations in the dreams of such diverse human subjects. So it's just like, you've seen this guy, go to the website, you can type in your own story, where you've seen him, what you're, like what was happening in your dream, all that stuff. Did you read anything about him being a malevolent presence, or is he always helpful? Like an NPC in someone's dream that just like helps them on their quest. So the next section I'm going to read are uh, some dreams that people have typed out onto the website, so their own uh, experiences, and we will see. So All right. Okay, uh, there's a few here. The first one says, I have had this recurrent dream for some years now. A tall, dark man shows me a picture and asks me if I can recognize my father in it. The man in the picture is this man I have never seen before. He looks nothing like my dad. Nevertheless, I inexplicably answer that I do recognize my father. At this point, I usually wake up feeling very peaceful. Other times, the dream continues. I am standing before my father's grave. I place some flowers on the ground and I realize the photograph on the tombstone is missing. Oh, what? Uh, The next one says, I fell in love with him from the very first time I saw him in my dream. Even though, if I think about it, I must admit he's really ugly. And yet each and every time, he sweeps me off my feet with his romantic gestures and sweet words. He buys me flowers, jewelry, takes me out to dinner, or to the beach to watch the sunset. Aww. So a little like, romantic bone in his body. I guess. So, so far it's like some good, some bad. Yeah. Or some weird. Some Mostly like weird. unsettling, some sweet. Yeah. It's the new flavor combo. I have always had this dream of flying in the sky over my city and observing my friends from up there. Since I moved to another house, I started meeting this man while flying. Not every single time that I've had this dream about flying, but often enough. He flies too, but he never speaks. All right. So he's just chilling. He's just a he's guy. He's just vibing. He gives Everyone's great chilling. advice. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He's someone's dad, apparently. He just flies around. Yeah. He likes long walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. Getting caught in the rain. Yep. This next one says, The first time I had a dream about this man, I was having a hard time at work. I had a dream about getting lost in a huge and deserted shopping mall. Suddenly, this man appeared, and I started running away from him. He chased after me for what seemed like an hour until I found myself against a wall in the kids' area in a supermarket. At this point, he smiled at me and showed me the way out towards the cash desks, and I woke up. Ever since that night, this man has appeared in all of my dreams, and he always gives me directions to get out of the dream and wake up. What? So, he's creepy, but he's helpful. Oh, okay. It still doesn't sit quite right with me. I saw this man in my dream, dressed as Santa Claus. When he showed up, I felt so happy, just like when I was a little girl. Then he smiled at me, and his head became a balloon, floating in the air above me. But no matter how hard I tried to catch it, I just couldn't reach it. Some Pennywise-level stuff going on. Yeah. I dreamed of this man when I was in the 10th grade. He hasn't been in any recurring dreams, just one very memorable and terrifying dream. In my dream, I was stuck in a room sitting on a stool. A few feet away from me, there was a television set. I was visited by two men I had never seen before. Not this man, two other guys. And they both attacked me. I woke up covered in sweat and tears and I was screaming. I somehow fell asleep and then found myself back in my room. I started screaming and crying. Then this man showed up on the screen. I begged him not to harm me. He didn't change his blank expression or speak. He slit my throat and I woke up. I suppose he let me out of my nightmare, but I couldn't stop thinking about him for weeks. I still have some of the sketches I drew of him. I know it's kind of weird. Kind of weird and kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. I dreamt this man was in my mirror watching me. Says nothing and he was wearing glasses. He never moved the entire time I saw him. He was like a statue, so still. Mm-mm. Nope. I dreamt this man was Brazilian and very handsome. He was a school teacher type with six fingers on his right hand. He said, if the U.S. had a nuclear disaster, go north. North. Okay. All right. I have seen this man in three completely different dreams. He was slightly different from the picture, but I recognized him immediately. He appeared suddenly and disappeared in the same manner. His message in all three of my dreams was, it's all over. That was repeated three times in each dream. The differences in the picture and the man in my dreams are, his hair was a little bit longer on top, his eyebrows were not as bushy, but other than that, he's pretty identical. I had no fear of him, but many questions. Oh, so he just went to the barber before infiltrating infiltrating that guy's dream. Hey, sometimes you got to go get a haircut. Yeah, a little good. eyebrow wax. Yeah, you got to look good, but this guy, he doesn't look good. So now I'm going to read some of the theories that are on the website. So several theories have been developed to explain the mysteriously recurring presence of this man in the dreams of different people who are not related in any way. So the first theory is the archetype theory. According to Jung's psychoanalytic theory, this man is an archetypal image belonging to the collective unconscious that can surface in times of hardships. 
uh, emotional development, traumatic changes in our lives, stressful circumstances, etc., in particularly sensitive subjects. Interesting. So he shows up when life gets difficult. Yeah. And it's kind of like our brain manifesting as someone to help us out of the situation? Yes. Something like that. Interesting. A religious theory. According to this theory, this man is the image of the creator. That is to say, one of the forms in which God manifests himself today. This is the reason why his indications and the words he utters during the dreams should be decidedly followed by the dreamers. Hmm. If he's a creator, why couldn't he make himself look better? Exactly. I don't believe Exactly. That. Yeah. Nah, nah. Uh, this next one's called Dream Surfer Theory. It is the most interesting theory and the one that has the greatest implications, but it has also the lowest scientific credibility. According to this theory, this man is a real person who can enter people's dreams by means of specific psychological skills. Some believe that in real life, this man looks like the man in the dreams. Others think that the man in the dreams looks completely different from his real-life counterpart. Some people seem to believe that behind this man, there is a mental conditioning plan developed by a major corporation. Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. The next one's called Dream Imitation Theory. This is a scientific psychosociological theory which claims that this phenomenon has arisen casually and has progressively developed by imitation. Basically, when people are exposed to the phenomenon, they become so deeply impressed that they start seeing this man in their dream. This, make, this one makes the most sense to me. Hmm. So it's like someone started this as a hoax. You know, it's yeah. all fake. They start plastering this face all over the internet, all over the world, and then you see it, and then it just pops into your dream that night because yeah. of something you've seen. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I, I mean, that's what I've been told. That's how dreams work. Your dreams happen because of a previous event that happened in your real life. I was going to say, I haven't seen that man in my dreams. You might now. But now that I've seen it, he might pop up. I've yet to see him in my dreams. So. Challenge for you, Mr. Dream Hopper. If you are <laughs> real. This man. Make yourself known. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The next one is called Daytime Recognition Theory. This theory states that the apparitions of this man are purely casual. Normally, we do not remember precisely the faces we see in our dreams. The image of this man would thus be an instrument which, in the subject's waking life, facilitates recognition of an undefined onirical image. Those are the theories. And then here are some portraits so i'll add these uh, to our instagram so all those listening can check those out there Uh, if you're watching our youtube video i'm going to put them on the screen as i'm talking so you can see that they're all pretty similar it's like a dude balding he's got he's got like still he looks like 14 or 40 yeah you know he's got childish features uh unibrow very bushy eyebrows as you can tell they all appear the same like Maybe there's one thing that's off, but comb over, bushy eyebrows. Yeah. So Very weird, like, yes. mouth that just sits with the lips kind of like... It's not, yeah, it doesn't yeah. show his teeth. No. It's just, it's just a slight grin. So you can download posters that say, Ever Dream This Man? With an image of the man's face. Uh, you can download that on the website. People have plastered the world with these posters in hopes of... I think, creeping people out. 
like we don't really know the motive of it. Like why, why put these posters out? Even if you have dreamed it. I wonder if they're just trying to spread the image so that sure. more people happen to have these dreams and yeah. then boost the website. Yeah. So this was later to be found a hoax and one big marketing ploy. The problem with that is it doesn't make sense of what they were trying to market. Yeah. Uh, it may be fake, but we cannot forget that people did come forward with real accounts of seeing this man in their dreams. So who is he? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of hope he doesn't show up in mine. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I mean, from the sound of it, most of those stories, he did good. Or he or he didn't do anything. You know, he was just there. He did slit that one guy's throat. It was just one time. No biggie. <laughs> just one time. But yeah, that is this man. Hope you didn't plan on sleeping tonight, because I'm sure not going to. <laughs> You're going to see him in your dreams. Oh, wow. Before we sign off, I just want to say thank you to that listener who sent in that story, that Tessa read. Thank you so much. If you guys have your own spooky story, please send it to us. Uh, you can send it to our email, which is spookysouppodcast801 at gmail.com, or you can write it to us or DM, DM us on Instagram. And once again, all these images that we're just uh, showing each other, they will be on Instagram as well. So check us out there. Let us know if you have seen that man in your dreams. Ooh, yeah, you can comment on the Instagram post. Yeah, we want to know. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, scare you in the next episode. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.